Hello, this is Father Randy Sly with another installment of Day by Day, where each day we take a look at a reading from Holy Scripture found in the Daily Mass. And today is Saturday of the second week of Advent. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. As they were coming down from the mountain, the disciples asked Jesus, Why do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? He said in reply, Elijah will indeed come and restore all things. But I tell you that Elijah has already come, and they did not recognize him because, or did not recognize him, but did to him whatever they pleased. So also will the Son of Man suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he was speaking to them of John the Baptist. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, today again, we're focusing on John the Baptist. We've been doing that uh, a lot during Advent, which is uh, one of the normal course of events, is again, focusing on the one who is preparing for the way of the Lord. And so focusing on John the Baptist, we come in contact uh, this year with uh, a lot of teaching about Elijah, and uh, you may have heard me mention this uh, in a you know previous podcast that uh, when they talked about Elijah in the earlier part of Matthew's uh, gospel, and Jesus made it very clear that that John the Baptist was the Elijah that was that was foretold. Well, here in our scripture reading, again, we have Jesus coming down from the mountain. Now, this is the Mount of Transfiguration. This is just after the transfiguration of the Lord. And in coming down from the mountain, the disciples were asking him again, why do the the scribes say that Elijah must come first? Obviously, they were still kind of struggling with an understanding of, of Elijah versus John the Baptist. And again, it comes from the teachings of the prophets, the prophet Malachi, the last prophet of the Old Covenant. And as, uh, as I've read before, uh, as uh, Malachi prophesied, Remember the law of Moses, my servant, whom I charged at Horeb with statutes and ordinances for all Israel. So those statutes and ordinances, were that was the law. That, uh, that God gave to Moses in order to lead uh, the people of Israel and for them to be able to follow after the purposes and, and uh, the commandments of God. And he goes on to prophesy, Now I am sending you, or sending to you, Elijah the prophet, before the day of the Lord comes, the great and terrible day. He will turn the heart of the fathers to their sons and the heart of the sons to their fathers, lest I come and strike the land with utter destruction. So in other words, again, God is giving Malachi an understanding that there will be an Elijah of a latter outpouring of God, and that Elijah would be John the Baptist, as we see in our reading from Matthew. And so, The role of John in coming was to turn the heart of fathers to their sons. And again, what he's talking about there, 
and the hearts of the sons to the fathers, those two things are talking about a, a reunification of the people of covenant, that the, the, na- uh, the nation of Israel, the, especially the Jews of the time of Jesus, would be reminded of their need to join with their fathers, that the hearts of the fathers and the sons, the hearts of previous generations and the current generation would be united in a, a repentance and a desire to follow after the God of the covenants. And, of course, there was an Abrahamic covenant, there was a Mosaic covenant, a Davidic covenant, and that last one was a promise that from the throne of David will come one who would, in fact, uh, become the Savior of the world, and that is, again, the uh, the person of Jesus. So here in our reading today from Matthew chapter 17, again, as uh, they were uh, asking the question, all of a sudden, it was almost asked and answered that uh, Jesus, in as they were coming down from the mountain, uh, basically said, uh, yeah, Elijah will come. In fact, he did. And then all of a sudden they remember what he had said before. Oh, yes, John the Baptist is the prophet, that one who was coming uh, before the great and, and wonderful day of the Lord, or in some translations, the great and terrible day of the Lord. So uh, we have uh, in our scripture today just, again, that reminder that uh, things need to be done in a certain sequence. And there will be one who would come to prepare the world for the coming of the Messiah. And he would be a man of great spiritual strength and power. And that was, of course, John the Baptist. But as Jesus says, They did not recognize him and did to them whatever they pleased. John the Baptist, uh, in his his execution, was not executed for his words of preparation of the Messiah. He was executed, of course, for his stand against Herod and Herodias and their illicit marriage. Nonetheless, as a prophet, he uh, basically uh, died a prophet's death, speaking the truth to a generation that uh, did not want to hear all that he had to say. Obviously, many came, mostly among the common people of the time. They came to be baptized, to repent of their sins, and to prepare their hearts for the coming of the Messiah. John the Baptist is for us, again, a reminder. That's what we're to do. We're to prepare ourselves for the coming of the Messiah in all of his different comings. He comes for the first time, and we remember that at Christmas. He comes to us in a particular way when we are baptized. He comes every time that we celebrate the sacraments, every time we read Scripture, every time we pray. He comes to us, and again, he will come to us uh, in our dying that we basically will meet him again, and then his final coming Will become, uh, he will come at the end of time and will bring all things to completion. There's all these different comings, but all of them require just the same exact thing, and that is we prepare our hearts, we prepare our minds, we prepare our lives, we examine ourselves and make ourselves ready to celebrate in a great and wonderful way the coming of the Lord in all of his comings. So may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts together 
be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Well, again, tomorrow we have the third Sunday of Advent, and we are coming very close to Christmas because uh, the fourth Sunday of Advent is actually the same as Christmas Eve. So it's coming fairly quickly. And tomorrow is Gaudete Sunday. It is our Sunday where, again, we wear rose vestments and we celebrate. It's a day of, of praise and in the midst of, of a light Lent, a little bit of uh, examination. Nonetheless, we have this wonderful day of celebration that the church gives us. So may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.